You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, with cast number 593 for Wednesday, May 26, 2016. Tonight, brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and now Motoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's now Motoring.com. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona, coming at you with a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio! Sorry, I don't know what I don't know what that was. I really don't. Was that the dubstep version? That's the dubstep version. Whoop whoop whoop. Anyway, we're here talking about Mini Coopers and other things like that for you on a Monday night. No, not a Monday night. We don't do shows on Monday anymore. Uh, on a Wednesday night, like we like to do. Joining us this week is always my good friend Todd Pearson, MotoringStripes.com. Todd, say hi. I'm here. Hello. Uh, uh, the good Reverend Chad Miller from Detroit Tune. DetroitTune.com is with us as well. Hello, everybody. And of course, Alex is here. And I am sorry, guys, because I had a problem with my cat, and I have this new <laughs> app where you can order a cat, and it comes pick you up, and there was just so many cats on the road that I couldn't make it home on time, so what? again, sorry for being late, but it's, you, you can blame the cats. It's all Alex, of- it must have been a calico. You had a problem with a cat? Alex's new cat is coming soon. Yeah, my cat from England. <laughs> Oh, you know, you actually had a cat on the way. He got that before he edited the text. Come on, guys. <laughs> I got a cat coming from England. It's on the it's on the Atlantic Ocean right now. Nice. Does it look like the cat that I posted in the Slack channel? Let me see. No, it's actually Rebel Green. <laughs> but that's no, you Rebel, you. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Good, good to see good. you. Good, good. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about cats tonight, I, although I'm sure there's probably more than one of you that wouldn't mind if we did a cat show. If so, you know, leave a note in the show notes. I hate cats. I will not. I will leave the show. That's it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't like cats either. <laughs> okay. So, no, we're not going to talk about cats at all. Uh, we are going to talk about Mini Coopers. We have some listener feedback we're going to get to. We've got an Ask Chad question that we need clarification on so we can actually answer it. And we have some news from MotoringFile.com. We're going to get to all that here uh, in just a moment, I, I do imagine. Uh, before we do, let's remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here at Out, uh, Underneath the White Roof, our friends over at Out Motoring. If you are in need of Prima car care pl- products, uh, there's a limited number of those that Out Motoring has on sale right now, up to 30% off. I'm just saying you should click over and check it out. It's good stuff. Get over there. Uh, ground shipping on most orders, if you spend $195, free, done. 5% you can save on your order. If you sign up for the email newsletter and get your special email uh, 5% discount code, right? 200 new products added every month. 200. Good grief. Um, not to mention the grill badge holder. You need that because you've already got your motoring your motoring stripes grill badge for MTTS. You need something to put that on the grill of your car. Grill badge holder, done. You need the double quadruple grill badge holder for your rear license plate so you can show off all your badges. I'm motoring.com. Got you covered. Done. Uh, you need new sway bar end link kit. Motoring.com's got you covered there. Not only that, but all the stuff for your person. You know, the lifestyle products, the hats, the shirts, the shoes, the watches, um, all those things, plus a whole bunch more. Like I said, 200 new products every month, and you're just going to want to check it all out. Go over there to outmotoring.com and do that now. And don't forget, too, Outmotoring, we love those guys because they've been sponsoring us almost since the get-go, which, by the way, in case anybody's paying attention to playing the home game, uh, August 1st is our 11th birthday. Outmotoring.com's been here for like 10 and a half of that. That's pretty strong. Just for that, you guys should go over and spend all your money over at outmotoring.com. Sign up for the email newsletter so you get your 5% discount code and do all the things. 
Okay? Okay. Perfect. That's our friends over at OutMotoring. OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and speed shine gallons. All cars. That's OutMotoring.com. I just realized after all these years that OutMotoring.com is the mini of uh, Mini Cooper parts of the Amazon of Mini Cooper parts. It is. I've, I've said that like a hundred times during the, during the spot. Yeah. <laughs> we just tune you out, DB, when you do the when you do the spots. <laughs> I, I say that all the time. It's the Amazon of Mini Cooper products. It is. It's, it really is. Except it's, they don't have two-day free shipping. So. Except there's no two-day free shipping. Hey, right. that'd be. Ended. But you know, give Aaron some time. I bet she's trying to figure out how to make that happen. Seventy-five bucks a year. Yeah, there's got to be. It's hundred bucks now. Aaron, there's your new there's your new idea. You need to have a membership program like Amazon Prime. Although I, Amazon Prime, you know, they lose money on that, right? Oh, they do. Yeah. They, well, that's because they, they would give, have to. They that's because they give me all kinds of TV programming, and they give me free same-day shipping on a lot of things because I've got a distribution center here in town. It's crazy balls. They lose a lot of money on me for sure. Anyway, I'm ordering.com. And they make small business look bad. They, 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 they do. Because the rest of the small business, you know, like Chad and me, we get people who place an order, and then five minutes later they're like, where's my order? Where's my order? I just, How come I my drone hasn't on my front door yet? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. By the way, Todd, where's my order? Dude, we're not Amazon. That's what I'm saying. Just so you know, you're in California. <laughs> it's shipping out today because you ordered it last night at 4 a.m. <laughs> it is shipping out today. It'll go out at 4. It will take five days to get to you because yes. you ordered ground. Yep. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank and you. and you know, not not only that, but it also does the same thing for large business. And this is just a very minor side note thing, and then we'll get back to it. But I've ordered something from Kohl's online, and I'm not kidding. It took like nine days to get here. Well, because they only had one guy shipping stuff. So. I didn't want to go to the store, which is around the corner from my house, because I was just busy that week. So I said, yeah, I'm just going to order this online. I know what I need. I know what I want. I'll just order online. And it took literally took like nine days. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'll never do that again. Because, you know, Amazon.com. Anyway, Maestro, please. Boom. Well, are we, yeah, let's start with, should we start with news or should we start with the listener feedback? It's up to you. Uh, listener feedback, listener feedback. Let's start with the listener feedback. So I want to start off. We have an Ask Chad question. Give me a second. Let me pull that, let me pull that back up into the queue. We have an Ask Chad question that has fallen way behind. And it was from our man, where is it? I heard us from our man Christian, and Christian writes in a, a very long email uh, with break questions, and it would take an entire episode for us to answer all of Christian's break questions, which is totally okay. It would be a great show. Uh, but Christian, we were looking for a little bit of extra information. I'd like you, if you can, email us back, chat at whiterefradio.com, and give us an idea of what it is you're trying to accomplish. What What's the end game for your break questions? Or are you just asking break questions to ask break questions? Let us know. That'll help us narrow it down. And we're going to make, we'll probably end up dedicating an entire show just to breaks. Just for you, Christian. Yep. Get back to us. Uh, ask Chad at whiterefradio.com. That takes care of that. Are you going to race? Are you just going to go on the street? What are you doing? Um, next up, we have some very interesting feedback. Oh, you know, while I'm pulling open iTunes. I want to remind you guys, last week we uh, told you that, you know, you can always call Mini Roadside Assistance, right? You have to be careful when you dial the Mini Roadside Assistance phone number. Uh, and this has been ongoing for many years, but i just reminded about it. Uh, one, of the, one of you guys posted on the Facebook page that if you misdial that number, you could... Get an escort service. You could end up getting an escort service, yeah. 
<laughs> I would think that that should go with any 800 or any 888 number, really. I mean, I would, if you misdial any of them, you yeah. could get that. You could get that service. Service, yeah. So just be careful. Make sure you know you dial right and take your time. Breathe. Or just yeah. get the app. Get the, Download the uh, Roadside Assistance app from Mini. It's uh, available in the Google Play and the iTunes Store. And enter your VIN number, and it makes it a whole lot easier because then you just press a button. It already knows. All right. But and, are, we, are we all in agreement that if you dial the wrong number, you should probably be removed from the list of consumers or many clients that have access to roadside assistance. No. <laughs> no. no. Not even a little bit, Alex. That's not funny. <laughs> of our good listeners that made that comment. So, no. Everybody those, makes mistakes. Those buttons on some of those phones are really hard to hit. I, I will give that to our customers. I don't know. I use an iPhone, man. Yeah, they're still hard to hit. <laughs> Go really fast. Type my error in. Go. You tell Siri, hey, Siri, call this phone number, 800 to whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then she says, okay, I'm calling um, Trixie's house of tricks. And you know, wait, no, 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 wrong, wrong number. You know, things happen. <laughs> and finally, the last bit of listener feedback I wanted to bring up this evening. And this was a comment over on our uh, on the iTunes page. And for those of you who have left a comment for us on the iTunes page, and so far it's been uh, we've been rated 144 times with pretty much uh, and 110 comments, which is amazing. Thank you very much. You guys rule. You may not think that's a lot, but you look at some huge shows that have millions and millions of downloads, and we have just as many comments. Oh yeah, boom. Just boom. Comments, just as many reviews. If you guys are happen to be you know cruising through iTunes uh, and you have something nice you'd like to say or any kind of feedback, you can always email that feedbacklawyerfreer.com. Yes. But if you want to make it a little bit more public, you can actually just go ahead and leave a comment there. Our good man, uh, Mr. Tunison, he's left a nice review for us at iTunes just this year. Super awesome. But um, we have got somebody over here at the iTunes page, and and his comment is as follows. And he gave us a one star review. <laughs> by the way. Because we've only, and it's like our one, I think it's our only one star review. It is. So. It's I our only so. one star review. Yep. Um, and his comment is tired of you guys knocking the countrymen. Dumb move, and I'm unsubscribing. Would explain why, but not worth my time posted on Facebook. Well, our response is it was and, all and, Gabe, and, and he's gone now. He's gone now. He's gone now. <laughs> and I saw that, and I go, you know what? Every time the countryman comes up with the, I'm the first one that, that like tries to defend it. Yeah. Because I, I yep. kind of like the Countryman. I think it's a good car. I, I would own a Countryman. You know, just I, I just don't appreciate the antiqueness of the of the interior, but I still like the Countryman. And I, I think everybody else here mostly likes the Countryman. Yeah, I don't. We don't like yeah, the and and when we say it's all like it's a fact. Like we're not right. bashing it. It's just a fact that it's all like it was released in 2010, and we are in 2016, and 2017 models are being released right now. We're very excited for the all. new. Yes, we're very excited for the new Countryman. We can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, you know, speaking of, I've been seeing a lot of one uh, X ones driving around here. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. You know what? That's not a bad looking little car. No, well, it's really not. It's really not. And if the Countryman's going to be based on essentially that car, yeah, kind of excited. It's the the same platform. The new Clubman is also based on that too. Right. So I think that's going to be a good. I, I'm. I'm now I'm really kind of excited for the new uh, Countryman. Anyway, I don't know who's bashing the Countryman. I know Gabe bashed the Countryman a lot, but he's gone mostly. So well, and I and and we do have our criticisms of like the automatic Cooper Countryman is underpowered and yes. the transmission kind of stinks. Yes, agreed. But it's not a Countryman thing. Like it's a no. The engine, it's, it's a, it, the engine is found like in every other Mini. So that, yeah. that's a Cooper thing in general. Cooper with an automatic is just best suited for you know making the school run. 
<laughs> now the R50. No, wait a minute. That was not the greatest. Was it the CVT? Yeah, the CVT. Oh. You know, CVT CVT wasn't great, but it really comes down to a power to weight ratio type thing. I mean, right. uh, a Cooper with the right uh, equipment, I mean, can be a very fast, very fun, very sporty little car. Yeah. Um, yes, it's not the power of the S. It's not a number that everybody has to compare in their inseam, but uh, you know, it's it's a very very fun car, and I, I wish my CVT wasn't a CVT because I would really enjoy it, I think, a lot more than I actually do. You, so. you really would because it's uh, a lot more fun, especially if you put a six-speed in it. And when I will someday. say that from personal experience also that we've had two Coopers yep. in this house in our history. You had a 2010 and a 2014 and uh, yes, they were both wildly fun, but now we have uh, a Cooper S and a JCW, <laughs> and they're a little they're bit more, they're, more fun. They're a little bit more fun. <laughs> I mean, not to put not to put Coopers down at all, but you put a little more horsepower in there, and it's like, oh, there's some fun. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyway, thanks for the feedback, uh, Gadget one seven three nine two. If you wanted to give us some more information, we'd we'd love to discuss this with you further. Feedback whatyourfreighter dot com. I don't mm-hmm. think we. Uh, I don't think we've been knocking on the countryman. We'll pay more closer attention to that because I like the car. <laughs> and my parents have about, about to buy one. So. Now, now the pacement. No, I'm just kidding. Pacement on the other hand. You know, it's <laughs> you know, kidding. Love, we kid. I thought that looked great. I thought the pacement looked great. I would totally buy one in a heartbeat. It was, yeah. it was, yeah, it was a, hey, we loved the pacement when it came out, but it was too It didn't expensive. have four doors. It, it was too expensive. Those front doors longer. It's more expensive than the countryman. Somebody explain that to me. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that either, but. It was whole BMW screwed up as far as I'm concerned, as far as that goes. And, you know, that car didn't didn't sell very well, and we're not telling anything that's not fact. So go figure. Because this is a factual show. Well, mostly. Speaking of Coopers with automatic transmissions or CVTs, I'm looking here. Oh, this is pretty recent. Uh, Our good friend Crazy Susan. In Philly. uh, She's she's rapidly coming up on being one of the highest mileage minis with a CVT. It still runs, and she's at 170,000 miles. She's Whoa. obviously a gambling woman. On the yeah. Yes. I've been telling her for the last, what, three, four years just to go to CarMax and take whatever they'll give her for it, but she yeah. won't do it. She won't do it. She just won't do it. At this point, she's like, you know, she's in the bonus round, you know? That, that car has... has <laughs> no, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. That, that car's money. outlived Jesus and Kurt Cobain. It's in the bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> I love Susan's car, though. I got to ride in it when we went to Philly a couple years ago. I got to ride in her car, and it was amazing. That actually outlived Don's 50, so. Oh, no. No, I had 305,000 miles, Chad. She's at 170. Yeah, but it had a CVT. I mean, I don't, that, that's got to be worth something here. Yeah, well, DB that's had a, to change. He, he changed out the transmission from a five-speed to a six-speed, so. Yeah, I did have to change into a six-speed, so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but in dog years, I mean, shoo, 170. Years. <laughs> that's, a, that's a half a million miles. Right? It's impressive oh. is what it is. That's very impressive. Good on you. Crazy. Susan. Uh, anyway. An applause for crazy. Susan. An applause Philly. for crazy. Susan. That's right. And by the way, she introduces herself as crazy. Susan. So all you people can suck it. Yes. We love Susan. And she understands that she knows. We say that we call her crazy. Susan. It's a crazy with a K. Not a C. <laughs> <laughs> She's anyway, lovely. We love Susan. Listener feedback. If you guys have any feedback, feedback at whyyou'reafraid.com. Leave a comment on the Facebook page. Leave a comment in uh, on the in the show notes, or you know, cruise over to fa- uh, iTunes and leave a review. Be really super rad, and we'll get back to it. And Christian, write us back. Fe- uh, we'll ask Chad whyyou'reafraid.com. Let us know what why you need all those answers about freight. Moving on. 
we have news. And we are reading, and Gabe asked a question, and it's actually a pretty good question to ask. Should the JCW make more power? No. That's, yes. That's, you know, You're no. wrong. Alex is wrong. So no, I'm not, I'm not, every, every hot hatch, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're just going to drop that JCW in the hot hatch category. Any of them that have the high horsepower numbers, they're all pushing 300 horsepower. Right. All of them. The Peugeot is, the Citroen is, uh, the Volkswagen is, uh, the Ford RS is really close to it. It's like 282 or something. No, all the them, RS is 350. Is it 350? Yeah, dude. They're all at or over 300 horsepower. Yeah. And ACW is, not, is you know, the well Golf, under 300. The Golf R is 295 or 305, something like that. Right. No, it's 293. I mean, it's uh, 300, yeah. Yeah, it's it's still 300. Right. 300 is 300. So why shouldn't the JCW be 300 horsepower, Alex? Go. No, no, no. I was sorry. I was just kidding because you know every time there is a, a uh, post title with a question, the answer is always no. But, <laughs> but it, should it like if you if you now if you're looking at the marketplace, yeah, and if you're looking what this, I think what if you're looking at this engine and what it can handle, like right, I, I don't think it would be a stretch to bring it to 300 horsepower, right? Right. right. And so and, and also Mini has done some clever, you know, software. Um, Software updates, you know, like to the drivetrain, to make sure like there is no, you know, torque torque steer as there's been a lot, uh, especially on the R fifty six. Yes, it is much better. Like I have a two thousand thirteen Cooper S, and the torque steer is insane in second and third gear. Yeah, and, and but the question I have is, what 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 would happen? Let's say let's say they do it right. Like what does what happens to pricing? Because right now we have a and here's have like a, a decent JCW. You need to spend forty grand. And a, so what does it mean a JCW at 300 horsepower? Is that is nope. that a 50 grand? Nope. At 50 nope. grand, I'm buying an M2. Nope. nope. And, at nope. 40 grand, it should have 300 horsepower. That's what and see that's a, that's the thing and that's where the the concept is wrong, because right now <clears throat> even at, we've seen dyno numbers on the new JCW from multiple people, and most recently our friend Pedro in Florida, um, dyno these, and I've seen multiple dynos of the new JCW stock that are turning um, around with the drivetrain loss up I'm 240, 241 horsepower. Okay? So mm -hmm. that's what these are putting out, and BMW's rating them at 228. Or in British numbers, why Gabe does that in this article, they're 231. But anyway, we're going to call it 228. Okay? The car mm -hmm. is much more powerful than this. Uh, most stock JCWs are putting out 235 to 240. Okay, we'll use that. So, and there's a two liter there. And the point I'm making here is it's not going to be a $50,000 car because they don't have to really do much R&D or anything to this right. to boost it up to, let's say, 280 Okay, because there's many aftermarket products that are uh, plug and play in line that mm -hmm. basically change uh, the, the mass sensor and they take this car with high octane fuel up in the 290 range okay and um then you can pull it out so if the aftermarket can do this uh and there's multiple companies burger tuning does it they've done a lot of tuning on bmws and minis um and it's it's tried and true and nm engineering also has one right now yep. and for about 400 bucks you can take a jcw to like 280 horsepower plus right, right. so yep. i'm saying for 400 dollars if you can do that on the aftermarket it's not going to take many. They're not going to have to charge $50,000 for this. They're not going to have to put in years of research to do it. 
they're going to be able to write some code. Yeah, it's going to be like three lines of code that change the yeah. the intake and the output and maybe the the bar on the turbo. And the car will handle it. And it's I think the the what's holding it up right now is a philosophy of if they make a car that is that performance oriented for a smaller car and lighter car as it is, is it going to compete with their own products? You know, the M line, you know, an M two thirty five or, you know, other so, things. So Todd, do you think that they might be afraid that if they built the JCW out to be three hundred horsepower at forty grand, that it's going to take away from the low end M cars that have three hundred fifty horsepower? That's what you think they might be kind of going, ooh, yep. can't be faster than a Ferrari. I do think it's a possibility. Yeah, you know, well, that. you also have to realize too that when you you get to a certain horsepower with a particular car. You also have other handling problems. You come into a corner too hot. You don't have enough brakes. You well, don't have enough here's the suspension, other, right, things Chad? like that. But you also have a manufacturer like this that if you put out a 300-horsepower car, you have a lot more warranty concerns, and you have to kind of safeguard yourselves with bearing play, You know, people not checking their oil enough, all of these type of things. And they're already plagued with those problems. If now you put a car that makes that amount of horsepower and that car is not getting serviced the way that it should be because it's making that amount of horsepower, you're now going to have a car with a lot of egg on its face, and, and that could be huge. And here's another thing that nobody's really talking about here, and this is a big deal. Every other car we're comparing it to, the the Focus RS, um, the, yep. G, the GTI, the Golf R, all of right. these cars, all of those cars are putting out 300 horsepower, but they're all-wheel drive. The hard top, mm. the hard top is not. That is a big factor that nobody is taking into consideration. Oh, right. Chad's That's right. It's gonna, point. it's gonna put a lot more wear and tear on the car just yep. putting 300 horsepower down through the front wheels. No, wheel bearings and all types of stuff. I mean, front tires. I mean, you, right you're now, to Chad, a set of tires a year. Right now, Chad, the the F56 generation, uh, we have seen, and I've just this is anecdotal on my part. I see cars come in at 18 to 20,000 miles needing new tires. Yep. And these are people who are not driving terribly hard, but the amount of torque that these new cars put out, they're burning through tires like mad. And I started doing a little research into this and realized, um, because I'm a big fan of Tesla, um, someday I'd hope to own a Tesla, but one of their big problems is, you know, the, the most popular ones are all-wheel drive, and they do 0 to 60 in like 3 seconds, right? right? Some of them as little as 2.6 seconds, I think. Um everybody is saying they're going through tires on a Tesla in less than 10,000 miles. And who, wow. who does that, right? Well, that's because these so there's so much torque and so much power in there. It's wearing them, especially yeah. on an all-wheel drive car. So Mini, you know, yeah, you rotate your tire every 5,000 miles, which is what we recommend. It's not what Mini recommends. It still though. isn't what Mini recommends, but I think with the, the no, amount of torque in the new generation cars... The F generation, 2014 what if, plus. What if they treated it more like an M car? Because, I mean, people buy these M cars, and you don't hear them complaining about the tire usage. Oh, yeah. Um, well, because they have enough money to pay for an M. Yeah, exactly, so, yeah. If you got enough money to pay 40 grand for a Mini... You're going to you're gonna go through $600 with the tires every year. So. Yeah, you're going to go through $600 with the tires every year. You should be able to afford that. Yeah, most of the people that I've seen over time, they have all gone through run flats in 28,000 miles or less, for well, sure. Now we're 100%. talking But see Chad, now we're talking like 18,000 miles, less yeah. than less than 20. So that's dropping it down another 30%, another yep. third. Yeah. And which is huge. A lot of that comes yep. down to the type of tire too. I mean, they're right. not choosing right. these awesome, you know, all you know, tires that are designed to grip in that type of force. 
they're using a run flat tire, which is not designed to do anything. Other yeah, but than I, I run with flat. I, I want I want to balance a little bit this this argument because like I I hear you like you know miles um, tires going out like at eighteen thousand miles, but also if your if your tires are going out at eighteen thousand miles, like you're driving most likely like a madman like pretty much all the time. Yes, because I agree. on on the <laughs> on my Beamer, like you know it was like three years old, thirty three thousand miles. Tires didn't need to be changed. Still, totally at fine. still at original yeah. tires. But it yeah, also yeah. depends on also tires. your area, too. Like, that's downtown Boston? Yeah. Yeah, right. you never went above 35 miles an hour. Yeah, you're not going to be able to drive <laughs> as fast as somebody that's like, you know what? Everybody in Detroit, we're either doing 35 or 90. Every and, and it's the same where I am, is every stoplight is pretty much 0 to 60 to get to the next stoplight. At yeah. least that. And that's hard on tires. Yeah, it is. It's, it's hard, hard on brakes. You know it's hard you on should... everything. You should send a you should send like a letter to the governor of Kentucky and complain about those lanes. So <laughs> and so those distances. We had a call today to do at the shop, and the guy had said, "Is like, well, I've got about fifty five thousand miles on these brakes, and then the light just came on, so I'm just going to throw pads on it." It's like, well, you probably need rotors, you need you need sensors, you need all of these things because you've got fifty thousand miles on them or or more. And he's like, yeah, but they should last a lot longer than that, shouldn't they? I was like, nope, they don't. That's the way that manufacturers make these new brakes and things on these cars. Although, They're designed you know, to wear out quickly. Oh, you know, although, you know, the new ones, um, for the last three or four years, Mini's been changing. They'll actually measure the uh, the rotors, and a lot of times they're within spec, and they'll just put pads on if it's time. Yeah, if it's yeah, time they, for they, well, because they're within spec, they can't, they don't have to replace them if they're right. in spec. That saves them tons of money. It really does because because well, those pa those rotors are definitely going to be out of spec before you're out of the warranty. I will I will say this that the Roadster that we just bought, the 2013 Roadster, which still has a year of warranty left on it, um, it had I looked at the service history of it. He had new brakes put on this under maintenance um, about four months ago. So it's got brand new brakes on it now that got done under maintenance in a car that only had 24,000 miles. Whew. So I'm just trying to think to myself, wow, something was dragging or something. I don't know what, but uh, yeah, they put new brakes on it under maintenance. So... Anyway, uh, I've got an update here from our good friend Crazy Susan. Uh, an actual mileage count on her Mini Cooper currently of the CVT is one hundred seventy thousand six hundred miles. Wow, impressive! Impressive. Total bonus. Well done. Well done. So anyway, um, we think that Mini should make a three hundred. The JCW should be three hundred horsepower, but or I think it, it should be more it should than be like a little star there, a little asterisk. Like like maybe two seventy would be more reasonable because once again. <laughs> What's the rated horsepower on the JCW now? 228. 228. And they're putting out 240. And I can I can tell you that, you know, my seat of the pants, Dino, the difference between my GP and this is head and shoulders faster. Yeah. And the be, GP was... closer to 300. And the GP, like on paper, they were the same 0 to 60, uh, yeah. you know. That would be a crazy-ass car. Yeah. Oof. The, the new JCW is a pretty crazy car. It's a lot of fun to drive. And yeah. there's a, there was an argument. There's quite a comment flame war that went on over at Motoring File on this article about the 300 horsepower. And because people said, Mini's never been about straight line power or speed. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, but that, that, that has to stop. Why, that's not why you buy a Mini. No, it's, it's, it's really not. It's not the Ever first reason. It was why you bought a Mini. No. Me. But when you go at pretty much every other car out there that's being compared to it, um, is putting out 300 horsepower with the same size. Like it used to be, oh, Mini just has a 1.6 liter 
four-cylinder engine, yada, yada. Well, now they've gone to the two-liter turbocharged, and that's the same engine they're putting in all these other cars, and they're pumping out 300 horsepower. But you don't hear people crying about, oh, it's only lasting six months, and I'm blowing through turbos. And no. Right. Yeah, it's possible. It's in theory, it's possible, and it's possible without being a fifty thousand dollar car. So I call bullcrap on the idea that a three hundred horsepower Mini would be fifty thousand dollars. Now, if they made it all wheel drive, which isn't going to happen in the hardtop, then it's a whole new. It's a whole new. That's a whole other thing. It's a whole new argument. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if they made, yeah, like we go on with that all night. I want to skip the CarPlay really quick. We're going to come back to that. Let's touch quickly, just briefly, on BMW buying back. The old 20-year-old mini concept, the one that was designed by Mr. Huidonk, uh, that crazy one with the with the big, the real hippie-looking thing, had the, the giant, you know, wheel flares and all that. Mm-hmm. And do we know why they bought this other than to roll it out for their hundred-year anniversary? Hipster heritage. Hipster heritage. Wow. <laughs> it says they bought it back for hipster malarkey. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm, being I'm really nice. glad it didn't turn out like this. While this this concept's actually really cool looking, the little two seater. I'm glad it didn't turn out that way. Yeah, I. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it's nice that what BMW is doing, like pretty much every year at uh, at the Villa d'Este, they present like something really really cool. I think that uh, 2002 Heritage concept. It's really nice. Um, I wish they would do this for me. I think it's probably like a budget thing, but I wish they would do this for me like uh, more often. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and I don't think there's any. I mean, you know, I don't know, but like being objective and looking at this, I don't think there's any particular reason why they are bringing it back for uh, for uh, for Mini. I I think at the Villa d'Este they brought back like a, a number of uh, a number of other concepts. So I don't. I think, I think it's what is it the hundred? It's the hundred year anniversary of BMW though, so they're bringing like a lot of things. It's just like uh, like there's an yeah. uh, WM1 homage. Yeah, there, the the BMW 3.0 CSL homage, which is amazing looking. I'm surprised they didn't build that car. Uh, a motorcycle, and then the, that crazy 328 without a top. And am I wrong, DB? We saw this car in Amsterdam when we were at Mini United in 2007. We did. This was um. It was they had display. this in that little concept area with the crazy. What yes. was it? The, the the all the different clubbing concepts. Yeah, they had all kinds of crazy things that we got to see in person. It was it was incredible. Yeah, it was really cool. Yep. Yeah, that was a good time. I've been reminded about that trip um, all week on Facebook. By the way, <laughs> I think we just were there, or that was Mini United in twenty when the last one in England was. Anyway, I've been rem- that, and it's been that, and Amviv, and uh, something else. Mini takes the states. It's the tenth year. Anniversary of Mini Takes Estates this year, so we started that in 2006. Yeah. You know, kind of put White Roof Radio on the map, to tell you the truth. Kind of did. Put us on the map. It, it helped. <laughs> and then finally tonight from MotoringFile.com, uh, Gabe's posting clickbait again, um, BM, because BMW is getting close to getting Apple CarPlay uh, in the X1 and the X6. No, X5, X5 and X6. X5 and X6 are getting ready to actually roll out CarPlay in those two vehicles, um, which is really cool. Super dope. And what's interesting is it, they're not new vehicles. This is like this is this is out of the ordinary for BMW because mid-cycle refresh. It's not a full mid-cycle refresh. No, right. It's not. This is just like one day they're gonna go. Oh look, hey, every time everybody who orders a a new whatever after August is gonna get this option. And what they have to do here is it has to have a touch screen in the dash. That's what makes this different. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a retrofit for people who have existing navigation or whatever. You're not going to get CarPlay because it involves touchscreen. Right. 
So it's so, all new hardware. So then the question is, if BMW is for reals going to add this as a checkbox on the option list when you order an X5 or an X6, are they going to either get that to trickle further down the BMW line or and or is this going to ever make it over to Mini? It will eventually, but historically I think things that end up that start on the BMW like that are at least 2 to 3 years uh, right. away from the the Mini range. Now they may surprise us, but I doubt it. Like, because we just all we have to go by is historical, you know, data. Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, but two, two to three years, we put it like at the same time as the almost as the same time as the LCI, or right yes, after. that is right? right. That is correct. The the LCI for this, uh, the F generation of cars. Right, but it makes me think though that if they can just make it a, a line a line item option on the BMW car, right? And it's just like okay, now we've got a way to put. CarPlay in the car, all you have to do is check a box, and we just make it happen, that they've got to be able to do the same thing for the Mini. Well, you would think so. And my attitude is is that I think customers, they may not be demanding it now. They may not know any better. Like you guys said in pre-show, you're like, yeah, most Mini owners are older. They don't care about technology that much. And right. I'll say this from my perspective. Of I have a brand-new 2016 JCW, and it has the, the screen with Mini connected. I don't have navigation. And I will tell you this, I use it for next to nothing but album art, like, or choosing the song I want to go to. Right. And um, I use my phone because I have a nice mount for it, and it is right there at hand, and everything else goes through my phone. So right. I think I would like this technology for a lot more stuff. Um, hey, I can, my car will read my text messages to me. Well, it would do that for sure if you had the CarPlay. Yeah, it would, but it will now. My car will read text messages like with... Um, yeah, you ask her, right? And that's just Bluetooth. It doesn't have to be connected. It's wireless. So if you go to your uh, mini connected uh, messages, it's uh, your contacts and messages, and it will actually, you can read it on the display or it will read it out loud to you. Yeah. But David. it's like you have to click six things to get there. So right. it's, it's terribly inconvenient. But it does work, and it, it is pretty effective because occasionally I'm like, I'll get a long text message, and I'm driving, and I'm like, I'm not going to stop and read this, and I'll just click over, and it'll read it to me out loud. It's a, it's a nice feature for a long text. If it's just a couple of words, no, not so much. But for you know a few sentences or paragraph text messages, it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gabe is saying that... Well. Gabe's expecting BMW to roll this out across all products within the next year, year and a half. Yeah. And he thinks the 2018 model year refresh for Mini. Yeah, and that's, I think, what we've all predicted all along because you look at the... Um, that's just so... That is just so long from now. <laughs> well, here's the thing is is we're not even mid-cycle refresh. We've got the Clubman and the Convertible, right? Right. And those are two cars that don't come with the the... LED screen anymore. The the minimum is the six and a half inch screen with Mini connected, but that's only on the Clubman and the convertible. Like a hardtop, you can still get the the goofy little red display with the LED letters, and it's kind of kind of goofy. So uh, they're working on things, but it does seem that Mini historically has been two, three, four, five years behind in tech. So, yeah. I mean, so, but if, let's just say that it comes to the hardtop and at the mid-cycle refresh, 
Does that mean that the clubman has to wait till its mint cycle refresh to get it? Does that mean that the countryman has to wait till for its mint cycle refresh to get it? No, I don't think well, so. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think so because BMW is showing that they can actually make updates like in the middle of the life cycle. So, uh, right. I, I don't, I wouldn't think so. I mean, because what, what are people going to say? Like this one, you're going to, you're going to enter a mini, a mini dealership and you're going to see one car that has it and one that doesn't. It's, I mean, it's going to be hard to swallow for the customers. Yeah, it's already... also one thing I'm wondering is like how what are they gonna make? Uh, the size of the screen, the clubman is the same all around, right? Whether you have mini connected or, no. or just have no. There's two different size screens. There's a six and a half okay. and an eight inch screen. But it's all the only difference is they're the same height. That the larger screen is just like wider by two inches. Okay, okay. I'm wondering if they're gonna make uh, CarPlay available like on the on the smaller screen. I uh, I do not know. I think it's only going to be one version of CarPlay, and you'll probably. My guess is you're going to have to buy the seventeen hundred dollar nav system to get it. Yeah, this is really annoying if you do that because like on on the Golf, like on the Golf GTI, like it, it's standard on all of them. Free. It's standard, yeah. I mean, it's like why why does it have to be more expensive for a tech that you don't even own? Well, okay, see, uh, that, that's know. the thing, and and we've talked about that many times. I think for a forty thousand dollar car, which I mean, yeah, not all minis are forty grand. But once you equip one out, it's like it should come with this. I mean, it should be loaded with, uh, with you know, the technology that allows you to do CarPlay, whether you use it or not. <clears throat> I read an interesting article this week about all cars and technology. In that, what was it? Forty percent, over just over like forty-three percent of people don't even know what their car can do as far as technology goes, and that's because the dealers never explain to them. Right. So, like, you've got people driving around with a car like mine, for example, that are like, I didn't know my car would read text messages to me. That's awesome. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Or I didn't know my car would give me turn-by-turn navigation via my phone without having to do anything. How do I do that? Right. You can do both but, of those things. But, you know, that's been a problem pretty much since the beginning, though, too, right? It's with, all brand, all brands. It's not many. It's just all. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's all brands. As cars get more complex, the dealer network knows less and less about them. Yeah, and I think most of the stuff that's on there is useless. I mean, what we were driving on Mini Takes the States in 2014, right? And we pretty much thought most of the stuff in Mini Connected was useless. In right. The F56 I mean, and I've said this in the past, but I did know um, one person that took advantage of a lot of like the contacts and the calendar and all that stuff yeah. actually used that stuff in Mini Connected. But it's like the only person on the planet who used that stuff. Yeah. You know, I think so. it's clunky, and like I said, the fact that your car can read your text messages to you, it's a cool feature, but you have to click like six things to get there. By then, I'm at a stoplight, and I can look at my phone. You know, my but car stops. I, I don't understand why you have to click six things. Can't you say just, hey, Siri, read me my last text message? You could, but if you want the car to do it, you have to go to the click wheel, the iDrive wheel, go to Mini Connected, and you have to hit that. Then, once you're in... Mini, actually, no, it's your, um, it's not your mini, your office. So you have to go to the office section. You go to office. Then it pulls up and you have the choice of either contacts or messages. So then you scroll down and you click messages. And then when it goes to messages, it loads the messages and then you have to select the message and then. So it's not six times, it's a minimum of three or four times to get it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that with Bluetooth streaming audio, like you should be able to just say this to your phone and your phone read it back to you. You should be, but right now, this is the way it works in the Mini. And it is Bluetooth, it's not, my phone's not connected. It's just, yes, that is the way it, it, that is the function 
that you have to go through to do it. It's four clicks, and I think that's excessive, and it's not convenient, and it was designed by Germans who eat their sandwiches with knives and forks. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right, so in some news, uh, I want to remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Friends over at Craven Speed, cravenspeed.com. Click over there, go to search by making, go down to me. Just do it. Trust me. You're going to find all the really cool computer design, custom crafted pieces for your Mini Cooper, like the intake for the F56, the smartphone mounts, all the FlexPod adapters, right? Stubby antenna, the license plate frame, the mini shift knob, which is awesome, the really cool mini tow hook, the dipstick so you can check your oil and it won't break and you can actually read it. Supercharger pulley. If you've got a first gen car, GoPro mounts, springs. Many, many more things. All you have to do is go over there, check it out, cravenspeed.com. Go over there, and if you what, what you want to do is you want to find something that you like, <clears throat> like, I don't know, uh, let me see, let me find something cool. How about the F56 cold air intake? i got to have that for my car. I'm going to put that into my cart, and it ships out the next business day too, which is super nice. Uh, you order that up, and there's a place here where you can actually leave a comment on the shopping cart, and when you do that, I want you to make sure you put a little note that says, thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being our good friends over at Cravenspeed. Cravenspeed.com, uh, home of the F56 colder intake. Our man, Mr. Peterson, by the way, was just at Cravenspeed last week. And I asked him to snag me a short shift kit, and he totally like didn't do it for me. I was yeah. really kind of upset. Because he was like, oh, you're too late. I'm already gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he posted the picture like three days after he was there. Anyway, you could totally stop by and check out Craven Speed if you happen to be in the Pacific Northwest. I like visitors. Kellen would give you a tour. And maybe yeah. some bourbon. And maybe a free <laughs> keychain or something. <laughs> maybe a free keychain. Exactly. <laughs> I had something else that I forgot what it was now. But I do know that we are in mini event season. Um, next week is Southwest Mini Fest. Uh, coming up in July, we have Mini Takes Estates. You know what we did miss? And somebody called us out on this, like, kind of angrily. <laughs> would, would we say angrily? Angrily, And that's because, you know, Chad came back from the Dragon, and nobody, and Chad didn't get a chance to talk about the Dragon because well, we were busy being angry about something else. You know what's funny is that I think we talked about it a little bit pre-show, and then in our minds we're like, didn't we talk about that? Oh, no, it didn't make it to the show. So Chad, in, yeah. Chad in five minutes... Give us give us an update. You got <laughs> so, yeah, now you got four nice four minutes and fifty five seconds. I, I got this. Go two minutes. Day, day one we drove for twelve hours. Day okay. two we didn't do anything, but we went and had some really good beer in Asheville and a really good thing at uh, was that called Weeds. Okay. Wicked Wicked Weeds. If you ever in Asheville, go to Wicked Weeds. It is by far the best beer weed, the best beer I've ever had. Some of the best food I've ever had. That was day off. Okay, then everyone's like, "You're on vacation." I'm like, "No, I'm not." And Working. Wednesday started, and Wednesday was kind of busy. We had a good turnout. I was like, "Okay, this is this is doing good," but there's not a lot of people here. Where's everybody? Day three. Uh, this was Thursday, so it was like, okay, a little bit slower, a little bit slower, but there's some, supposed to be some rain today, and then it's like, oh my god, all of the rain happened right now, <laughs> and hail, and more rain, and okay. why is there a river going through my tent right now? Everyone, bring every <laughs> cardboard box up off the floor, please. Thank you. Yep, feel free. Come on in. Have some mints. This is great. You know, here's a bottle opener. You know, it stopped raining, and then instantly it's dry, and then it rained again. 
and that was pretty much Thursday. Uh, Friday was like, well, okay, this is a little bit busier, but still, it really doesn't feel like this is a different dragon. It really, there wasn't a lot of people, and we're like, I wonder if Minis Takes the States is actually taking away from some people. They're doing some other things. It's a little different. It's the 14th year, but there's a lot of new owners. It's a little bit different. Saturday, balls to the wall. Busy as we could be. Everyone's like, oh my god, I need to have this last thing before I leave because I need a memento of dragon number 14. And it was just, okay, end of day, 5.30, everyone just throw everything in the van that we possibly can. And we realized, it's like, wow, there's a lot more room in this van. We must have sold some stuff. And here we are three weeks later, two weeks later, something like that. And I still have a few invoices to input into the system and finish up. So how was the how was the beer swap? A beer swap was a little lighter this year. Okay. Purely for, I think there was less people, but okay. uh, we went with orange this year, which was a very daring color <laughs> uh, for shirts. But unless uh, you're aggro, yeah. They, well, they sold out, so I mean, obviously the orange people turned up in force. They did. Um, <laughs> the beer swap was good. Uh, we did not get as drunk as we normally did, and karaoke was a little bit lighter. Everything seemed. A Everybody's little bit, getting old. We're all getting too smaller. old. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's not like all of a sudden there was a lot of people there and then we all went to bed. That, that, that definitely was not the case. Oh, so uh, you're confirming at this time that there wasn't an orgy at the Dragon? Well, it, not that I know of. I was not included in this. It's this not like my last time My last time at the Dragon, which was, I don't know, probably 2009 or 2010. It was like the second coming of Caligula down there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, oh have, there have been some years where people have found new true loves and, and things, and there were people that found a good time i'm not saying that that didn't happen <laughs> but um i think everybody there a lot of people were wifed up this year i mean which is good i mean that's good we all Fantastic. had very significant others that that had a great time um and most of us also had our moms there too which is always weird so, oh that's always uh, a buffering factor yeah. So, but I mean, everybody had a good time. The dragon was always amazing. We talked to a, a million people um a lot of listeners showed up this year and he said hey i listened to you on the show this is cool you know uh we gave him some stickers out we we talked to some people we 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 encouraged them to listen to the show and what would you like to hear type of things and um you know it was definitely good in that aspect i mean that is almost a invaluable uh, resource that we have for the place but we were also thinking it's like how long can this last how long can the dragon be this gigantic you know smorgasbord of mini parts and mini sales and stuff like that when it does the vendors like myself or way or helix or you know anybody out motoring now even that says you know what it's just not going to be profitable for me to go there this year i just i can't do it i'm holding my hand up i i said that about three years ago and that was it for me it's like it's too expensive and yeah, yeah i can make money but i can make more money if i stay home and that's the thing well, and you you have a little a little longer drive. Yeah, you have uh, definitely a little more niche right. item to sell because the second you don't have burgundy red copper metal flake stripes for my pepper white car that I just I lost a sale. Yeah, pink stripes yeah. and red accents and a dragon thing on it for sale right there. You can't sell it. Right. So. You load the van with the trailer, and you bring your plotter and your printer and your computer, and you just <laughs> crank out everything right there. No, 
No, that doesn't. It's just it's not possible. So, you know, I still load up a van. I load up my car. I load up the trailer. We bring the whole dog and pony show because, you know, people are like, well, why do you bring your car over here? I was like, I can't go without my car. It, yeah. it has to, it has to come with me. It sits in front of my tent. It's my buddy. It's there. My girlfriend makes fun of me because it's the princess. It's on the trailer. <laughs> all the stuff. Well, you know what? The, the princess carried all of our bags, all of our snacks, all of our coffee makers. Which you know, by the way, a lot of people cut stop by the tent and took advantage of the free coffee. Nice. And <laughs> you know, Helix came over every morning after he bought a mug, which was really nice of him. Uh, came over and uh, got a, a free cup of coffee every morning, like we are the crack dealers. So that was great. But, um, you know, how long can this last? Uh, you know, I definitely see a, a few more years. I, I can see 15 being really big, um, you know, maybe a, a little bit bigger fireworks show and then 16 being a little more chill, a little more, you know, but it's still the summer camp for kids. It's still a very good time. Mm-hmm. That was and actually it, the bad. That was the, the badge, the official badge this year. Yeah, which I was uh, pretty proud of for coning that, uh, you know, a few years ago type of thing. But, you know... I still think it's a very good destination for a lot of mini owners. One, it tests their ability on the road. Two, it allows them to see other things on other cars that they never would have maybe thought about or you know would even think about adding to their car, going, you know what? I really like how that car sounds. I My car needs to sound like that. That sells an exhaust system. Regardless of whether I push it or another vendor pushes it, they want that item because they really like that sound and they weren't sure because they get to hear what that particular sound sounds like on a car. Um, whether it's graphics, whether it's just meeting new people, whether it's certain clubs meeting themselves, um, trying to figure out you know, the next step for their lives, as well as they can actually physically take a vacation in one spot Versus doing a minis takes estates where it's right. city to city to city to city to city, you're not doing as much uh, driving. You're not doing as much, um, not interacting with as much people. At the Dragon, you're interacting with people. You're enjoying events. You're doing what you want, but not necessarily doing everything. Or one year you do everything, and the next year it's like, you know what? I'm going to dial it back a little bit. I'm going to. I'm going to experience more things. So that's the nice thing about the dragon that we had, you know, this year and every year. So, so I got a, I got a question for Chad. Um, yeah. So you've been at, at a lot of dragons, obviously. Uh, what, like with all that historical data that you have available to you, um, like what does the mini community looks like? Like what, it, like in terms of demographic, what do you think it looks like and how has it changed over the past few years? And also, can you talk about the the level of enthusiasm? And the third point is, like the cars, like what kind of, what is the generation mix, if you will, between between the, the Gen One, Two, and Three? Well, uh, this year, I definitely think there was a lot more Gen Threes this year. Um, I still think right now there's a large section of Gen Two cars as well as there's still some of those guys like myself, the diehards, we come every year, we still got the Gen 1s, we're still making it happen. I would say that the Gen 1s are are coming down, but there's still some of them out there still doing more things where, you know, some of those Gen 1 cars that, I mean, back in the day, I, mean, I would think that I'm 12, 13 years into this, something like that off the top of my head. Right. Um, 
it was all Gen 1 cars. It was all young kids. We were all partying. We all had a good time. We all enjoyed stuff. We all laughed. We all had inside jokes because we were on various websites that all catered to the younger crowds and we all had a really good time. And I was like, Todd, you need to come to this. You need to come to this. It's great. <laughs> Todd came a few years later and he still had a good time, but it wasn't it wasn't that super young crowd where we were like, wow, we are partying until two in the morning and we got back up at seven o'clock in the morning and we ran that road hard and then we came back and we did it all again. And that party is not necessarily there anymore and there are some people that definitely it's like wow i had way too much to drink last night but the bonfires are maybe a little less less i I haven't i couldn't tell you the last two years i have not been to the fire pit wow in all reality and it's it's changed i haven't really been able to go hang out and do that type of stuff but also i've tried to dial myself back a little bit because i work so hard during the day now because we have such a large operation, uh, I take my company of three or four people to 12 people instantly for the weekend because right. not everybody wants to be stuck in a tent all weekend and everybody wants to go and do things. And we kind of all trade off shifts and we all do things and I take care of everybody in their own way. So I expand my company quite a bit for the weekend. I, you know, I can't tell you exactly how much I spend on it because of buying extra product doing everything, giving all of these people discounts on things and taking care of people and doing things, you know, it's still a, uh, you know, basically a break even event for all of us, I think. But, um, it has definitely changed over the years. It's definitely mellowed out a little bit because all of us that were the old party kids, Mm. we've kind of matured a little bit. I mean, that's, you know, 13 years ago for me, I was a whole different guy when I was 30, you know, versus the, (laughs) second annual 40th birthday you know so uh, we uh we are a little bit different um but you know the gen the gen 3 crowd is coming in they are a little bit older they are a little bit more um reserved in that type of aspect but they still want to have a good time they are still very enthusiasts but i think they see the car in a different way i will tell you i sell a ton of craven phone mounts for those cars. <laughs> Some of the guys well that have gone from the Gen 1 or the Gen 2 cars have gone into the Gen 3 and they want the sway bars and they want a few things. Squeezy but, thing. Yeah, yeah, we get the squeezy things, the chip clip mount, all of that type of stuff going, oh, wow, you've got this in stock? I will take that one right there. You know, we're taking part kits to make other kits to make the kit that they want. I'm taking things out of my car to make sure that they have what they want because I ordered extra things this year and I sold out of them within the first day. Wow. So um, I would say we probably sold the most Craven mounts out of anybody down there, but uh, you know, I don't know all of the sales numbers for all the other vendors, but uh, I almost called Kellen. I was like, look, you need to next day me whatever you can get in this particular model because I am sold out and it's Friday, you know? So, um, you know, it's uh, it's definitely a, a smorgasbord down there. I mean, we we do do well. There are a few deals, but uh, you know, everyone's looking for that deal, and they have to remember that we are a company that just drove twelve hours and we put three hundred dollars worth of gas into a van. Overhead. And, uh, yeah, we had uh, two thousand dollars in cabin fees as well as a three hundred fifty dollar Bruce Swap tent and eight hundred dollar tent. And I mean, the the week is a very expensive, very week. expensive week. Yeah. So. Um, you've got to just be like, you know what? I'm going to go with it. You know, 
this year, I think we were the most prepared we ever were. We had an actual credit card swiper so we could actually physically run credit cards this year for the first time ever. I nice. just still blows my mind. Um, <laughs> well, we actually had, welcome to the 21st century, chat. I know, right? <laughs> uh, for my one week a year that I actually need it. Uh, we had a, uh, a version of QuickBooks on my, my laptop so we could look up real-world prices right away. Um, the vendor Wi-Fi password changed every day, so it actually stayed pretty good, which was nice. Um, you know, and we gave a lot of things away. We had, you know, obviously our, our normal keychains and, and bottle openers and uh, pint glasses that we do for everything. But we also had the reusable um, shopping bags with the Detroit Tune logo on it and, and stuff. Ah. We gave away one of those with every single order. We blew through 200 and some bags. I mean, we, we, we brought about 250 down with us. We came home with a small handful. So, uh yeah, we gave a we gave a ton of those away. We had pens this year. We gave a bunch of those away, and we went through a whole bag, the big giant Costco bag of of uh, lifesaver uh, wintergreen mints. Um, <laughs> people were just, oh, this is great. I'll take one of these, you know. And next thing you know, they're three or four out of the bowl. So, um, it, the Dragon is a really good experience. It's very similar to MTTS, but you're at one spot and you get to make friends. You get to enjoy. The scenery there, you get to challenge yourself on the road because even at 35 miles an hour, the road is challenging for a lot of people. And, you know, while we used to install a sway bar on somebody's car and take them for a test drive and they would just eyes wide open, feet on the, the imaginary brake on the passenger floor going, wow, we cannot imagine that I could ever drive that fast. I was like, look, the car, the car is just the car. I have some skill. Yes, but it allowed me to do that. You can do the exact same thing with this car. You can do this. Go have fun. Do not wreck this mm -hmm. weekend. And that Did was one of the shiny side, uh, shiny side down. Yeah, everybody kept uh, pretty safe that I know of. I don't think anybody wrecked this year or awesome. maybe even last year. Um, but uh, you know, overall, I mean, there were no cars that went completely total on trailers, uh, so that was that was good. Um, so maybe that is the the silver lining in our in our cloud that uh, allows the people coming to the dragon to go home with their cars which is nice but um you know again the dragon is always exactly what you get out of it as much as effort as you put in is what you'll get out and, and you need to go to some of the events like the miniskirt party which was a blast this year they had a great band they had uh, a superhero costume theme um everybody dressed up and and there were a couple people that looked exactly the same but uh, always different so i mean everybody had a good time the cigar salon was a good time this year i i uh, thoroughly enjoyed that uh, jeff took care of us uh, you know really hardcore um everybody that came through the tent was super nice and enjoyed everything and we talked about tons of information and you know, there's so much stuff to do in that area that you can't do it just one year and experience everything. Because even at this 13th year that I was there, I was able to do more things this year because we actually did a few things different. We brought meals down completely frozen, ready to put in the oven. I mean, I employed mom. I was like, you are in charge of meals, lunch and dinner every day. Breakfast is kind of fun. We brought everything down. We didn't have to go grocery shopping that day, so we were able to go out and experience some things and and see the towns and and you know within an hour and a half drive there are just hundreds and hundreds of things to do. So even if it's a not a mini weekend, it's a great area to be. So there you go. 
that's what I can say about the dragon, and that hopefully will make everybody excited to go one of these. Well done, well done. There you go. I may have done more than five minutes, but... uh, Sorry. (laughs) All the information, if you guys have never gone to Minis on the Dragon, it's something you would like to try to do for the next year, 2017. Uh, Just pull open minisonthedragon.com. That'll give you all the information, give you an idea of what to expect, um, and, you know, obviously where it is, and maybe start planning for next year. Yeah, and Barry uh, Barry does a really good job with the dragon. He does this really free of charge. He just uh, he just loves doing it, I guess. Uh, you know, he he really doesn't really take anything from the dragon. He he shows all of us vendors exactly what he's he's spent and what he does and how he you know because he doesn't want to you know take the PayPal fees out of, of of our things and stuff. But he does just because it's like, look, this is my zero bottom line. You know, this is the way it is, and that's good. So, uh, you know, I know some people have definitely uh, pitched in and helped Barry out the last couple of years. He he moved to North Carolina, and um, you know, uh, one of our local customers, Josh, uh, sold a bunch of dragon posters this year, and 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 gave him uh, a couple bucks to help him in his endeavors. And I gave it to him. I was like, hey, when there's a rainy day and you need something. You use this money and make it happen. He sent me a picture the other day of him and his brand new weed whipper to uh, take care of his his little acreage there that uh, is overgrown, which is basically a, a mountain forest. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we could help out with uh, you know Barry and and his life. So 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 there's that. There's the dragon in five minutes or less. Yep. There you Boom. Go. So check it out. Uh, and again, Southwest Mini Fest happening next week. You guys are probably not going unless you're really close to Arizona. I know some people driving out from Texas and New Mexico. Dope. Colorado. Awesome. And then, of course, Mini Takes the States in July. But I believe we are done with this show for the evening. I want to remind you guys about motoring, motoringstripes.com. And if you go over to motoringstripes.com, that's where you can still get your Mini Takes the States stuff. And you can do that up until June 15th, Todd? That's correct. And then everything's going to be out of stock. No more orders after June. So if you don't get your order in for Mini Takes State stuff. Uh, You'll have to like, track me down on Mini Takes State. Todd down, Todd, Todd down during Mini Takes States. And he's not going to be there on the first half. He won't be showing up until the second half. So yeah, if you I want. No idea stuff, what I'll be driving either. So Exactly. So if you want your stuff, like if you want the door magnet or you want the bigger magnets, not just the grill badges, you're going to want to get that order placed now. 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 Recommend doing it. Uh, and I can oh. guarantee you, Todd's not driving an F three fifty. You never know, I'm, man. Whatever, Al- whatever Alamo gives me, you know, I am it probably a- won't be a Ferrari four five eight. It's in van, although that would be dope. It could be like an Audi S three though. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I think the Detroit tuned van would be cool. Hey, you know what? You're welcome to it. Come get it. <laughs> Fly in, drive it down. Mm-hmm. We got to get gas like three times a day. Uh, ish every you know. <laughs> it, get, it gets somewhere between 12 and 13 miles a gallon and a good Ouch. empty uh, empty van so you're, you're gonna go Ouch. that'd be perfect I love it um, motoringstripes.com get over there quick like I said uh, you're not gonna be able to place any orders from me take states after June 15th get your orders in soon so that you can get the big door magnets and you're not just stuck with whatever Todd has on the road uh, motoring- and and by the time you hear this, it's already going to be June. So you need to get on that ball. Let's go. Almost June. June Almost. is uh, next June is Monday. No, no, next, June is next, Tuesday. Next no, June is Wednesday. Wednesday. No, it's Monday. No, no it's, it's Wednesday, Wednesday, sir. Because the second is Thursday. That's when Southwest Manifest starts. <laughs> so next Wednesday is June. Yes. So a week. 
you have a week to do this. Don't wait till June 15th. Don't be that guy. Yeah, don't be that guy. Just saying. Uh, Motoringstripes.com because, you know, blank is boring. Anyway, we are done. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else? No, sir. Going once. Good to go. I am good. Five, three times uh, my lady. Mm-hmm. This show oh. is brought to you by cats. <laughs> no, it was not. The show was. <laughs> the musical, not the animal. Um, and motoringstripes.com. Don't forget to DetroitTune.com. We love what Chad does here. You guys love what Chad does here. If you're a couple hours from the shop, he does all the work on your mini anyway. But if you want to really do something cool, go over to DetroitTune.com and buy yourself something nice, please. Shout out to all the Canadians because they were in this week. Oh, whoop, whoop. Hey. Go Canada. Hey. Anyway. Go Canadians. Yeah, this is the part of the show where I like to make the funny clicking sound. And then I say... Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us, feedback, whiteroofradio.com. Until next week, Ink This TV, I'm done. Cheers. See ya, eh? Happy <laughs> <I'm> also. <laughs>